Welcome back to Jive Buddies. Um, we had some feedback uh, from one of our previous episodes where uh, uh, it's uh, they were telling us that uh, it sounded really fun, all the stuff that we're talking about that happens at freestyles, but all the lessons sounded so scary and everything. And they were thinking of going, but just just a bit apprehensive about it. So have you got any advice, Paul, that you'd like to give to a newbie? Yeah, I mean, I think you're definitely out of your comfort zone. But um, if you go back to the, the class night, so you're going to do 30 minutes and learn three moves. And then as we've explained, there's a 30-minute dance session. Look, there's nothing wrong with you sitting that out. You only know your three moves. If you've been there two weeks, you only know six moves. You think, how can I go through a three-minute track? Don't worry. Just sit it out. And watch the other people. Get inspired by the other people. Just enjoy watching what other people are doing. Wait the 30 minutes and then you'll have your beginner refresher class. Go along to that. Okay? Enjoy that. Relax through that. Meet some other beginners in that, in that class. Okay? When you come out, there'll be again another hour and a half freestyle. You don't have to join in. You can just say to yourself, okay, I've learned three moves. I'll come back next week. So don't think you've got to go and start asking people to dance. You haven't. I, I think what I like about that is it sounds less pressured. Um, it sounds like, you know, you're not forced to have to dance the whole time you're there. No. Just go in, learn something, put a bit of it in practice, but enjoy yourself. And don't feel you have to, you know, be doing it the whole time either. Yeah, that's, well, that's right, because what we've been trying to say to everybody, this is great fun. It's great yeah. fun. Okay, so just, just go for the fun of it. And again, while you're sitting out watching, you'll be meeting your other beginners. And then you can start to just chat with them. And Remember, we've said it, it's social dancing. It's a social. Mm. Right, so there's no reason why you can't sit and chat with somebody for half an hour. <sighs> What if I'm not good at chatting, Paul? <laughs> then just sit and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just sit and watch there, Ian? Or are you busy chatting? Or I did I did in the initial stages, yeah. I did in the initial stages. I did exactly what Paul said. You know, there was no pressure put on you to, to, to dance during that period of uh, half an hour of freestyle. Um, I did in, eventually, but I was... Once again, I just danced with people I knew. I didn't, right. didn't go out of my comfort zone at all because that's putting undue pressure on yourself, I think. One thing I find is that uh, it's kind of not enough to do something, but also it's kind of like setting up the expectations about it as well. So I think... Actually, I do this in salsa when I... Because uh, I'm, I'm not very good at salsa. And um, I, when I'm dancing there, I kind of say... Oh, and I'm dancing with a lady that I've never danced with before. I do kind of say, oh, I'm not very good at this. Kind of jokingly at the beginning, but it kind of lowers their expectation then because then they kind of like thinking, oh, I'm not necessarily going to have a great time. Uh, I'm not necessarily going to be well-led. I'm not necessarily going to have a fantastic moment here. And I think by lowering expectations, it then allows you to relax into it and allows her also to relax into it as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. So when you've been there your first night or two nights and you want to ask somebody to dance, just start off by saying, look, I'm a beginner. I only know a few moves. Would you mind dancing with me? 
and you know we're all nice people the answer would be yeah, that's yeah. okay yeah. right there's nothing to be ashamed of being a, a beginner we were all beginners right so say to people now if you go to Ciroc they'll give you a badge that you can stick on that says ah, beginner. beginner right right so you but don't have to say it um, no you don't but it's, it's a nice thing to say look I'm a beginner I'm not particularly good but I need to practice would you mind practicing with me yeah and yeah. The, the women are going to say of course I'll help you because <laughs> they were helped when they were beginners of course yeah, yeah. all in the same boat with you weren't we at some point so this week uh, I was thinking when you're on this dancing journey you do start to really enjoy it and you do want to get better quicker faster and what better way of doing that than through workshops so Ian have you been to any workshops yes I did workshops when I first started dancing um, obviously beginner workshops what happens there is that uh, in my day when I did it there's 12 beginner moves you go along for five hours and during that five hours you are taught how to do those 12 moves and with specific emphasis on the signals from uh -huh. the lead to the female so that the female can pick up that signal and then know exactly what move is coming next. Um, very little time for anything else and then at the end of that workshop if there was sufficient time you were then encouraged to go around the room with the other beginners that were on that mm -hmm. course and try it three moves right to try and put a you know like a small routine together oh. and with the taxi dancer or the actual teacher that was on the course because they always tend to bring a taxi dancer in as well to help yeah. out um, and the teacher would actually say yes this is good or no you need to put this in and that and yeah so I went to a beginner's workshop as well at the beginning of my journey and one of the good things about it was we were all beginners yes yeah yeah so that right. this worry that you know you're not good enough well yeah. everybody's in the same boat we're all in the same boat yeah. and mm -hmm. that 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 made me quite relaxed about it uh, also there were people from my class most of them were from my class right. and again it was um, like he said it's five hours of full, full day of it we had a break for lunch but it was another social thing right it was the beginning of me yeah. starting to make friends yeah. these were oh. people in the same boat as myself right so by the end of the afternoon not only had I been able to go through all those beginners moves again and be more confident with them was also starting to make friends. How, how big are these uh, workshops and how many people in there? It depends. Mm -hmm. Maximum 30, don't they? Yeah. You try 30? to keep it at 30 only. Okay. Yeah. But I think sometimes probably about 20 people. 20 most. Which is a nice number. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. then as you're moving round, you're getting to dance with the same people all the time. And that's also part of the yes. social yeah. thing. You mm. get to know mm. people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because I think the lessons that uh, yeah. we kind of do is like over 100 people, yeah, so you don't really see the same uh, partners yeah. of that uh, but, multiple times. Yeah, but Syrup do limit it, I don't think they have, they have an upper limit of 30 on it, because otherwise it gets, there's not enough pe There's not enough room to have more than 30 people, that's 15 couples basically, right, right. 15 male, 15 female. Mm -hmm. so. It does sound like uh, you have a lot more time to finesse stuff, so I was yes. interested that you were kind of saying about the signals, because... Um, is that something that's taught much in the lessons or 
is there more emphasis yeah. on it in the workshop? I would say that in your beginner classes, the signals is something that is stressed quite well. It is stressed mm. that this signal will lead the lady to know that she's, you're going to do an octopus, for instance, or a, um, or a, a high first by what they <coughs> tell you to do. The, uh, so yeah, so the signals are very, very important for both the male lead or, or the lead and the female follow mm -hmm. because they from that they know what's coming next and it obviously makes the dance go flow a lot, quick, a lot, a lot smoother mm. and you think workshops are kind of trying to make that clearer yes oh definitely yeah the workshop is is it's intense but it's purely on those 12 beginner moves or right. on if you're on a different workshop it will be just dealing with the issues that most people have with with that start with that with that workshop yeah i think the other thing tom is that people eventually make the jump from beginners to the intermediate, intermediate. part of the class so they'll have workshops mm -hmm. where they're designed particularly for people doing that move yeah moving, moving up to the next yeah, level yeah. right so when you go to these workshops, they're very well defined who they're for. Yeah, yeah. So right, you, I see. Like I say, so if you've been to the beginner workshop uh, a few months later, you're really confident, you're moving up, and you suddenly find it difficult with the intermediate moves, there's a workshop there to help you as well. Yeah. And then they also, I think they have them for, for intermediate yeah. plus yeah. as well, yeah. people that are mm -hmm. getting. So yeah. these workshops are there to help you just go through the different levels. Yeah. Right. There's right. also one called Classics. Which is okay. what Sarot actually have so many of the uh, intermediate moves are actually classed as classics. I'm not sure how many there are, probably half a dozen or so. And they teach you the classics, but they also teach you a variety of moves within that classic. So classic not being one move, mm -hmm. it might be one specific move, but you might have a slightly different signal to complete a different style within that move oh i see which allows okay. you then to put it into your freestyle moves yes yes and you've got the correct signal to give to the lady right right yeah because i i think i went to a uh, workshop uh, a couple of months back and they were talking about like you know here's a move i think it was the um Oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, but they was talking about variations and just like variations yeah, yeah, of how yeah. to get into the move yeah. and then how variations when you come out of the move yeah, as well. Yeah. So the idea is that, you know, it's a very ad hoc and there's lots of pieces that you can kind of join together uh, all based around the one. Yeah, the one part. big, the one main move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it does feel like there's a lot more refinement, I guess. Yes, yeah, on. within a workshop, yes. Mm, yeah. I did a great workshop with um, Dan, oh, I'll say hi to Dan uh, if he's listening, uh, where uh, he was doing a beginner's class and he had this little exercise which was fantastic I thought, uh, which was uh, you were kind of dancing with someone but you had a playing card in between you. Mm -hmm. So the idea was that you could, he, he could show how little holding you had to do with another dancer. So we had the playing card and you both had to press against it. And then from that, you're leading uh, leading the lady into the move. Uh, well, no, it wasn't leading into the move, but it was just leading into like backwards and forwards. And the idea was that there's very little pressure that you need to do. 
Yeah. Because a lot of the time there's like holding on yeah. and too much gripping and too much kind of you know forceful movement. When in fact it is the lightest of touches that you need to do yeah. in order to send signals. And if the card drops, you've failed. <laughs> <laughs> no one dropped it actually in the whole class. No good. one dropped it. That's very good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great like yeah. visual way. Yeah. A practical yeah. way of just t- saying, you know, yeah. rather than just repeating, yeah. you don't need to hold tightly, yeah. or you don't need to press hard, or you don't need to like, you know, it was yeah. just a great visual way. Wasn't it? When I did my first workshop, they used a piece of string, the same, oh, a piece, piece of string. Of string yeah. How, how did that work? Well, basically, it was tight to three to the fingers, and you just, you know, rather than yanking, it was make sure that it's nice and smooth, so that the string was always taut. So if you did that nice and tall, so yeah, there's all different techniques that some of the some of the teachers use. Yeah. I think your examples, what that's showing is that dancing is not just about moves; it's no. about the connection. Connection, the connection. Ooh, connection. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, the right. connection. And it's important that yeah. you get that connection as smooth, smooth as, as and as possible. early as you can within your dancing. Yeah, and as no. ambiguous as yes, possible. Yes, that's right. Right, yeah. but places like workshops are, are a great place to learn. The, 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 the smoothness which is so important to make a lovely dance yeah yeah right. yeah. Um, yeah and they don't get a chance to teach that in the normal lessons no. but the workshops are a place where they yeah. can where they can do that yeah have you met any interesting people on your work uh, on your workshops i wouldn't say interesting people um most of the most of the people that i've met on the workshops in my day when i did them we're all beginners like myself, you know, um, or at a level that I was at. If I then did the beginner to intermediate or the classics, they were all at my same level. There was no one standing out or above anybody else. So, yeah, it's just just good fun. Just good fun. Right. Yeah. Some of the organisations have class nights in several locations. Mm-hmm. So when you go to a workshop, you tend to get people from all those different locations. So um, one of my memories was was always meeting new people. New people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I think I've been to a couple of workshops recently, and there were, there were some people that had come from Wales, which is hundreds mm. of miles away, and others from like south of uh, England as well. So I think workshops do kind of yeah. allow people to get there from yeah. Yeah, outside your normal from area. My, so. From my experience, I also did a classics workshop, and although I was dancing within the Nottingham Derby area, I was asked by my teacher if I would go and help out at Sheffield. Ah. Because basically, although the Sheffield still came under the same umbrella, and obviously it was a lot further afield, they were struggling to get males to join this workshop. And I was asked, would you like to go along to the Classic? You won't have to pay for it. You can go under, and, and at least it helps them out now. And it, it means that there are going to be sufficient, reasonable standard of dancers. Doing. So I actually went along and I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It's a completely different teacher. I knew the teacher, and that was all. I didn't know anybody else. Are you just boasting about getting headhunted here? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they they wanted you there, yeah. Well, not necessarily wanted me, but I was quite quite flexible, and I was quite prepared to travel to Sheffield to help out. Uh, because, Actually, that because, is a good because I was a beginner myself once, and I know 
how difficult it is when you are a beginner and you're first starting out and that's why we go along to the beginner lessons at the start of a class we help out we help the beginners mm -hmm. and it's and it's very well it's we well respected because we do that yeah we yeah. want to see people advance from beginner to intermediate otherwise there's no one for us to dance with going forward oh of course yeah, yeah and do. the same thing happens with a workshop so if someone said to me would you go along as our guest just to help out the numbers i would never turn them down it, if, it, if it fitted in with my schedule it's a good point because one thing with workshops is they deliberately try to gender balance yes gender so that balance, is yeah. exactly yeah. one woman one to one woman, woman yeah, man. Yeah. or one lead to one, one yeah. follower wherever it is yes. because i i think some classes can have too much yes. of one yeah, or the yeah other, classes yeah yeah so in the workshop where i guess you are spending three yeah. four or five hours yeah. together you want it to be yeah. the same number so yeah. that uh, yeah uh, it's what, kind of equal what tends to happen where that doesn't work in a workshop they then have to bring the taxi dancers in to gender balance it, which is not always ideal. So it's better if it's done as a gender balance from day one. So yeah, it's good. So it's, it's good fun. It's good fun. And I and I enjoy I thought I enjoyed it. It was a different location. Yes, it took me an hour and a half, nearly two hours to get there. But <laughs> it was a good it was a good day. Yeah. And I was thanked at the end of it for saying thank you for coming all this way to help us out. So well, it's always nice to have a yeah. bit of gratitude. Yeah, so a bit of gratitude at the end of the day as well. Yeah. You're right, Ian. A bit of gratitude is great. So I'm, I'm very pleased that uh, you two have been able to help uh, with explaining this to everyone. So thank you very much for that. Next time, we'll be uh, going on about a little thing about weekenders. But if you have any questions uh, or anything that uh, you'd uh, want to tell us about, we'd be happy to answer because we'd love to hear any feedback. So thank you very much. And until then... See you later. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.